You're listening to Hyrule Historians Podcast. I am your host, Gold Cartridge Gamer, or GCG for short. This is a podcast where three friends and I talk about all things Legend of Zelda. You can submit topics or ideas for us to discuss on future episodes by emailing me at goldcartridgegamer at gmail.com. Today's podcast music is from Zelda and Chill by Game Chops. You can find Zelda and Chill among many other amazing albums by Game Chops at gamechops.com. Without further ado, let's get into today's podcast. The Zelda timeline. <laughs> so, I'm not much of a singer. So, <laughs> you sound like an angel. Oh well, sent thank from, you. Sent from Hylia, the goddess. All right, Zelda. Uh, that's something I need to read on. Is like, why did it go from like we have the three goddesses to like we have the one god? It's like, wait, yeah. what? You have it backwards. So oh, Hylia, okay. Hylia is the uh, Hylia is the OG. And she gave uh, birth to all three of the, okay, other go- you know, goddesses. You know, what I mean, Nairo, Den, and Pharaoh. Pharaoh, yeah. Yep. Cool. Yeah. So See, I got Google. That works. <laughs> that works for me. I said, "What are you doing?" I'm doing good. How about you, man? I'm good. I'm excited for episode two of the Hyrule Historians. Woo woo. Can we say we're making history, or was that be like counterintuitive? I guess you could. Oh, look at that shit. We're, at, we're adding on to the history. That's true. Unless Miyamoto comes here personally and you know, master sword stab us. He's gonna come <laughs> with a giant <laughs> grin on his face. I know, right? I figured out the timeline. Shh. <laughs> Just murders everybody. He's like, you figured out the secret key. <laughs> but, but but you know what's crazy about that though? When it comes down to like Miyamoto and um, or just Nintendo as a whole, right? Is that how would it put it past Nintendo having like a whole division just to shut down theories and whatnot? Because Nintendo, I mean, as much as I love them, they do be have a firm stick up their asses when it comes down to like any any of their products, any of their license uh, titles and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I see them shut down so many YouTube channels or try to shut down YouTube channels for so many things. I wouldn't be surprised if they had like a whole Zelda division. It's like, okay, if any of these guys get close to the truth. I want their whole careers destroyed. <laughs> to shut it down. Well, that's why I'm shut sacrificing the GCG brand. We can let it sink if it needs to. <laughs> I don't know who the cypher guy is, but I want him out. <laughs> They're going to track you down. Yamato <laughs> rings your doorbell with a giant grin. Can I come it's in? A giant grin. It's like, is that a bomb, bro? Like, where did you get that from? <laughs> he, he pretends to bring you like a prop from Legend of Zelda or something. I know, right? Gets in the house, like, and he's like, "Motherfucker, you better take that shit down." It's like I it's mean, a real sword; it cuts off like, your hand. Like he, like he'll say a word like Japanese accent, which I'm not gonna try to imitate. But he'll, you know, he'll bring me like a real life bomb chew, and he'll be like, "Oh, for you." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I didn't know they make real life ones. I'm like, "Oh, this one actually blows up." Because <laughs> <laughs> when he handed it to you, he he, he uh, ignited it. I know. <laughs> but yeah, man. So. Guys, what are we talking about today? What is the topic? Topic of today is our thoughts on the placement of Breath of the Wild according to the timeline that Nintendo has provided to us only because the fans wanted it so bad slash they pretty much figured out the timeline before Nintendo even did it. 
I mean, isn't isn't the timeline different in the two different books they published? There's this, yeah. the only change that I know of is the position of Link's awakening. Okay, is the Hyrule Historia has it after Oracle, and then the later book Encyclopedia has it before Oracle. Before. If that's if okay. I remember correctly, is the only difference as far as placement of the titles. Now, for those who don't know, and feel free to correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, the the biggest guy where the timeline branches is uh, is after Ocarina of Time, right? When you have like the three branches, which is the when the hero falls, if Link uh, never becomes a kid again, or if Link stays as an adult after defeating Ganondorf. Is that correct? Right. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. That time travel fucks it up. Speaking of Link's Awakening, I just now noticed at the bottom of that page in the uh, the Zelda Encyclopedia, there's an asterisk next to Link's Awakening. It says, attentive readers may note that the timeline shown here differs slightly from one found in Hyrule Historia. The timeline can be interpreted in a number of ways and may change depending on discoveries that have come to light on the player's, ima- or on the player's imaginations. So basically, we made it up and we'll just move it when we feel like, when we feel like it. So. In other words, for us people, you know, from urban environments like such as myself, that was a whole fuck off. We do what the fuck we want. <laughs> <laughs> I took it more of as as wait till another YouTube channel posts like a three hour video explaining why their timeline's wrong, and then they fix it in you the know, next book. You know, it's also a blessing in disguise because if we didn't have this convoluted timeline the way we have now, channels or podcasts such as ours wouldn't exist. I think they would exist, but it would be more open-ended. It would true. be a lot more because I'm the I was the believer forever that oh this is like Final Fantasy they're connected but they're not connected like each one's a separate story. Yeah, but I think I think Final Fantasy started doing that after like like Nintendo started you know started following so the fans like yo we need to get the fans something because Final Fantasy were like very open to like bro look these are just different games we call this Final Fantasy because fun fact because back in the day when Square. Uh, they made a bunch of games. They all failed. And their last game that they made, if like if that game would have failed, they would have gone bankrupt. They, that's why they call it Final Fantasy, right? And they had no intentions of making it, you know, like connected until the fans started like, oh my goodness, there's a guy here named Shindra, but there's a Shindra in seven, so that means oh there's a Gunblade in eight, and Wii's use a Gunblade in seven. I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. I assume you know, just, just the fan. Final Fantasy. Uh, each one's its own standalone story, unless uh-huh. it's like they acknowledge like this is a sequel. And forever as a kid, I thought the same thing. Legends of Zelda, like these are their own stories. It's just a different interpretation of the hero's story or a different telling, you know. Yeah. There's a pretty cool fan theory out there talking about that the reason uh, every story is their own standalone is. It's right in the title. It's the Legend of Zelda. You know what I mean? These are stories being told to us as legends, you know, and everybody has their own different interpretations how, I mean, legends happen. I mean, even even in our own current reality, we have so many different mythologies, deities, religions, you know. Everybody, you know, everybody interpreted, interpreted the events that happened a long time ago in a different way. And they, you know, I feel like Zelda, in a way, could have done the same thing. Like, you know, for all we know, there's somebody narrating the story to us. You know, and we're just seeing it from that person's interpretation. Yeah. Again. I kind of like I kind of like that that look at it. Yeah. It's the easier way to digest all this, right? However, it's also the more boring way because to me, I like to like really dig deep into this. Like, I'm a what you may call an obsessive fan. You know. <laughs> I, I think that's probably the reason why you're here. I hope. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, no. It really is though. Like, in, I, I hate and love that about myself because if I started like that's why I struggle to start new anime, start new shows because I cannot, I cannot just sit down, watch one episode, and be like, ah, that was a great episode. I can't wait for tomorrow. I'd be like, no, I need answers now. <laughs> Who is that person? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah, I have certain shows or things that I play or watch where I'm like, that was it. No, I need more. I, that's not enough. Which is is a double-edged sword, or a master sword, if you will, because Zelda is the the worst thing for like some a fan like me. Because every time you feel like a game will lead into a a sequel of sorts, they 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 uh, they announce a new Zelda. Like, oh, by the way, this is brand new. This this and this Link, he's not even a Kokori. This Link is actually a Zora. So suck it up. (laughs) I'll be like, all right, cool. Surprise. All right, so where do you guys think the the Breath of the Wild takes place? Hmm. Oof. I have an opinion. Oh, what's that? I'm glad you do. I I'm a strong believer that it, it takes place during the child timeline of Twilight Princess. Um, based on what we see in Breath of the Wild and what we know little to none of Breath of the Wild sequel, that is to me that is Ganondorf. After being stabbed in Twilight Princess and Nick snapped by Zant, you know, for whatever reason, he's under Hyrule. Hyrule's gone through changes because, I mean, they reference that thousands and tens and thousands of years ago, there's been battles and wars. So, I mean, we don't know the gap of ours between Twilight Princess and Breath of the Wild. But it feels like there's a lot of references to the Twilight Realm. Um, trying to remember his name, Ayanuma. I- has made references to Twilight Princess while developing this game and encouraged many people to play Twilight Princess HD. I mean, in my my idea, my my mind, this is a sequel to it in some shape or fashion, and it's in that timeline. I love your explanation. I really, really do. And this is where the obsessive fan in me is gonna come in is gonna come in and like ruin the next couple of nights of sleep for me. <laughs> I, I will hate if that was the case only because okay so let's look at okay i'm gonna go deep into guys uh into this right let's look at Twi- twilight princess right i'm not even gonna acknowledge four swords uh hyrule adventure right i'm not gonna acknowledge that I'm, let's talk about twilight princess whatever happened in that time right so this is what we know the gerudo valley or the gerudo clan is damn near extinct right because of everything that went down you know, and obviously Ganondorf free himself and the Twilight Realm, all that stuff. So ju- the only thing that exists in Gerudo Valley is basically a monument to that prison that was out there. By the way, Hyrule really did the Gerudo dirty. Let's get that out of the way. Second, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the what's that? The Shiga clan, right, is also non-existent. Hell, they were damn near ex- extinct in Ocarina time, right? Obviously. You know, you got Majora's Mask and everything after. So they're they're gone, gone. I mean, Impa's dead. The only remaining Sheikah, to our knowledge, is Zelda, you know? So what happened? That's what I want to know. Because we know that the ancient, the divine bees, the ancient Sheikah technology, which is not ancient, it's actually kind of, you know, it's futuristic compared to where the world's at. We have, in this world, we have Sheikah technology that existed thousands of years ago, but is super advanced, right? We have a Sheikah clan. We have a whole beautiful, thriving Gerudo, uh, Gerudo clan, by the way. The Gerudo, love them so thick. Anyways, point is that all this 
happened in a world in Twilight Princess where it was it was told to us that all these old school everything that happened in Korean time all these um clans that once existed were damn near extinct or non-existent because of the you know during the the war that happened transpired during the hero of time is um I don't know I don't know what you would call it his his tenured as the hero right so if they tell me like yo this happened after twilight prince i'm like all right motherfucker so are you guys gonna give me more prequels more sequels because there's a lot of questions here you know and like the only thing that will make sense is ganador still being around because you know that's part of his curse you know what i mean the mind says like look man as long as i got evil i got evil in me i'm gonna reincarnate every time you know so i don't know am i tripping like i feel like that will raise way more questions than it will answer. I mean, that's what they do with every entry. Is they, <laughs> they raise more questions than they answer. Um, uh, I'm going to disagree with you only because Skyward Sword to me was open and shut. So that's true. Cap. Skyward, uh, I, I didn't get to play Minish Cap, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, Skyward Sword is the, is the one where they're like, this is where it all begins and we're going to answer a lot of questions. So... Yeah. That's true. You know, uh, Minish Cap, I'll tell you this, uh, um, a little sidetrack. But Minish Cap is actually, for a GBA game, is, it was actually really good. I, actually, yeah, I heard legit. almost all the GBA games were really good. You know, uh, I wouldn't go that far. Well, because of the DS games, you got Phantom Hourglass and what was the other one? Um, Spirit Tracks. Spirit Tracks. They was... Those, eh. those are not very good in my book. No, just just the GBA games. The... Yeah. Uh, Oracle games and, and Minish Cap, from what I hear, are really good. They are. Okay. Anything that yeah, Capcom no, the, touched that was 2D was very well done. Very well done. Um, yeah, the Minish Cap, honestly, I wish Nintendo would re-release them on a, on the virtual console. Being it's a Zelda game that I encourage people to play because I saw it, didn't care for it because of the aesthetic. Because, you know, you go from, from the Toon Link aesthetic to uh, from, like, the Oracle of Season and Ages. Like, it was too... I don't know. I was, I was still not, you know, not completely sold with the Toon Link um, art style. However, the game was really good. It provided a really good, um, what's it called, um, story or what's the what's the uh, that? No, 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 no. Um, what's that? Came okay, like I'm like I'm forgetting my words right now. Like I sound like I'm like I just came out of a car crash. <laughs> The, like, <laughs> the, the, like the the doctor was asking me like do you remember your name where are you from but anyways uh, origin story there you go if we got a good origin story for the four swords <laughs> oh, okay gotcha uh, so I, I apologize because yeah, yeah, there's bodies yeah. in there and then it explains why Link has the, the cap mm-hmm. yeah that it was really good and I actually like body as a as a villain only because you know I'm kind of maybe tired of Ganondorf yeah but not not because I hate Ganondorf it's because they don't they haven't character developed Ganondorf like the most we got was Wind Waker where he really cared for Hyrule and he wanted to race Hyrule and shit where but you know the King of Lions was like nah bro Hyrule kinda that, that's gone let it go you know but that's not here or there that's for a future episode overall though um, back to your point I think like when it comes out for the most part a lot of Zelda did um, are pretty standalone it's, it's not until you get to like the more yeah, I mean actually the child the, the hero is successful the child timeline is where you have like the most open ended ones in my opinion 
feel free to correct me or disagree. Mm. And that was in shade. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of cut out there. Which one did you say was the most open-ended? The most, uh, to me, like the most open-ended games are the ones that take place in the child era, right? I think I feel like every other game in uh, any other any other Zelda game was pretty much uh, open and shut, in my opinion. I feel like like mm. with Wind Waker, I didn't feel like there was like be like there was gonna be a sequel. You know, what I'm saying that obviously they may find some hourglass because the DS needed a Zelda game, and Spirit Track is like a. It's like a thousand years or a hundred years after. You know what I mean? So I don't, like, I, I don't even like to count, um, count it. I mean, A Link to the Past is, you know, Ganon is revived. He's dead. You know what I mean? Oracle Season Ages. It was great, but Ganon got, but, you know, got revived, butchered, and killed. And yeah, Link is mm. Awakening where, you know, the ending spoke for itself. You know what I'm saying? Link awoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everything, like, you know, I mean, we have Legend of Zelda. The first one, same thing. Like, uh, and that's not fair because those are NES games, you know. So you can only expect so much. But Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, you know, I mean, they both left so many things unanswered. Like, who's who is Majora, right? For example, uh, every mask that you get, like the Zora mask, Gora mask, and Deku mask, all have is is a soul of somebody who died that you basically trapped in a mask that you can, you know, and ha- you know, use their soul to transform, right? We never know who Majora's is. We never know who Fierce Diddy Fierce Diddy is, even though Numa gave a half assed answer, but I feel like he was put in the spot when they asked him. We never know where Majora came from because the happy salesman guy was like, Hey, I had to go to this really dangerous spot to get this, right? But then Majora has a lot of similarities to the Twilight, right? Because if you look at Impus have um Foreshadow and and Majora, they they're basically the same style, right? So people are saying that Majora was a Twilight, right? But then, why did the Twilight got got sent to the Twilight, uh, the the Twilight realm, right? And furthermore, why did the Twilight have Sheikah uh, um, insignias all over all over them, right? So there was a lot of questions that were left unanswered. You know, I mean, what happened to the happy uh, the ha- happy salesman dude? What happened to to Link? Like, yeah, Link had mad guilt. And stuff. That's why he turns to the hero shade. But man, why? Why did he feel so guilty? Like so far, he has had a very accomplishing life. He saved the world twice. You know, has made several um, homies and love interest. Because fun fact, Romani. Well, not Romani. Uh, well, Malin from from Long Long Ranch. You know, yeah. apparently, apparently, they, you know, they were crushing each other. And you only find that out by reading um, one of the. The stones of truth with the mask of truth on and Shayna tells him like oh yeah Romani's crushing on I keep calling her Romani because it was the same character model in Majora's Mask but anyway she was like yo she's crushing on Link and I'm like a word let me go back to that ranch real quick <laughs> and, uh, it, it's kind of hinted at as well when you look at like um, the fact that like in Twilight Princess Link is a rancher oh yeah at I this forgot point. about that so uh, yeah he, he works at at a ranch now and that's that's was it was it Milan or Maron can't remember. Maron, uh, I think Maron was uh, Link's Awakening, right? Wasn't that? Yeah. Maybe. The, yeah. Um, well, it was an R in Link's Awakening and an L in Ocarina, wasn't it? That was. I think, yeah, it's, it, was, I think it's it is Malin because she's yeah. playable in in Hyrule Wars. Yeah. Malin is Ocarina. Maron is uh, Link's Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. M A R I N is Link's Awakening. M A L O N is Ocarina. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is uh, I'm ESL, so. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Well, I'm going to touch on your fierce deity and Majora thing. 
My understanding was fierce deity, but the mask, that was a resemblance of a god. So, I mean, I don't know what more explanation you need for fierce deity. So, here's, here's, okay, so here's why I require more explanation, right? All in the item description, right? Taut says that the evil radiating from that mask, and I'm paraphrasing, hell, this ain't more for word, but there's evil emanating from that mask. The mask is evil, right? You're talking about fierce deity or Majora's mask? The fierce deity. Okay. It says in like in the item description, right? And the mask was given to you by Majora. When Majora gives you the mask or uh, Majora's kid, he says, yo, you want to play, I think it was a cops and robber, something like that. And he goes like, well, you have to be the robber. However, you look too nice to be the robber. And that's when he gives you the Majora, uh, the fierce deity's mask. So even Majora recognizes the great evil of the mask. And the fact that he gives you the mask, right, is also kind of like, and at this point I'm probably using a lot of head canning overthinking, but if Majora's intent is to destroy the world, right, why would he give you the tool that will put him down? Because if you use a Fierce Duty's mask, that fight becomes dummy. Super easy. You know, it's it's a one-sided beatdown, like like Majora's Incarnation, Majora's Wrath, all just is non-existent. Like I remember the first time I did it, he I, I didn't even see his moveset. I had to re- do the fight as Young Link so I can see the fight because I was like, all right, cool. Oh, that was it. Cool, cool, cool. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I guess I saved the world, guys. Fuck this moon. Uh, my point, my point, my point with that is, is like I feel that. They were hinting at something larger, right? Plus, let's not forget that the key that holds this timeline together, or not together, or broke it apart, is the Ocarina of Time. You know, the device that you know can change the weather and change time, right? This thing existed, and not so much it existed. It was like it was a plot device for Ganondorf, even for Majora, because you know Majora stole it from Link, and Link needed to recover it, and Link had to redo time every time because he had, or you know, the world was ending, every, you know, every three days. If you go to Twilight Princess, right, or well, not Twilight Princess, excuse me. If you fast forward to Breath of the Wild, assuming that it's in the same timeline, I feel, and this is me as a fan, I'm gonna answer to all these questions. Because if the Sheikah and everybody can create these technological advances and stuff, but they can't tell me what happened to like the most powerful device in Zelda history, I like I feel like I'm gonna need some answers. Plus, let's face it, the happy, the happy mass salesman dude. I feel like that that dude was being set up for something greater, for some like major antagonist role. And I mean, let's face it, the dude was creepy. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was creepy in Ocarina before even Majora's came out. I was like, that dude's weird. Now. The, the last time I mentioned about this, right before I, you know, before I, I cry myself to sleep over thinking about this, <laughs> the biggest thing is, is the fact that he taught you, he taught Link the song of healing. The song inherently is, it sounds sad, but the song of healing is the song that it, it basically grabs the soul and turns it into a mask, right? When Link uses it, obviously he uses it for the, you know, for the, you know, uh, for the Deku, you know, for him to transform back to normal. And then obviously for the Zora, uh, Mikao, Darmani, the Goron, and um, and that's it, right? And then obviously a couple other side missions, right? Like the little girl's um, dad in Nikana Canyon. Why I bring this up is the fact that he knew that song. He knew how to trap a soul in a mask. 
right? That dude had a backpack full, and I'm talking about full of masks. And one of them was Mario. And one of them was Mario. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't tell me this dude wasn't like traveling the world, right? With all that back, dude was if, if, to me the way I took it, he was collecting souls. Furthermore, at the end of the game, he it, to me I took it that he was visibly upset when the mask of Majora was gone. Like no, not the mask, the evil that was emanating from the from Majora's mask was gone. And to me, it was like this dude had plans with that, and because everything that happened, because he wanted Link to bring in the mask back, but. He wanted to bring the mask intact. So when he got the mask back with no... What's that what I'm looking for? Without the evilness, he was upset. And then he just left. He left Termina. I feel like there's so many questions to answer that if Breath of Wild... Look, if Breath of Wild can answer all my questions, I'll be... That's it. Greatest Zelda game right now. I don't even have to play it. Like, weapons could degradate by looking at them. I, I, I wouldn't care. I'm like, I don't care. Best game ever. If they could just answer all my questions. <laughs> Yeah, like GCG's over here, like his brain is just—he's ready. Um, Go um, ahead. Um, it's it's turning because <laughs> I looked up something while you were talking. Um, Go ahead. I forgot about this from Majora's Mask, and I looked it up. You know, when you get the mask from Majora, you, I, I remember the description which you said, which is is true. They reference that it could be as bad as Majora, if not worse. You know, and it, it emanates you know a, a bad vibe from it of some kind, darkness. And then I I looked it up. And Majora says, are you ready? Because he wants to play. He says, mm-hmm. you're the bad guy. And when you're bad, exactly. you just run. So it's like, okay, that does change my opinion of the fierce deity mask. You can be a god, but you can be a bad god. I mean, that exists in a lot of, you know, yeah, discussions around gods. And regardless of what, um, I'm lacking the right word right now. Um, no, no, yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. Mythologies. Mythologies, yes, thank you. Or pantheons. Yes. Um, they're always good and bad. And then there's neutral and, you know, gray areas. So I do believe Fierce Deity was a god, but maybe he was, you know, an evil god. I feel like it's always the evil ones that are more powerful and then the good people are, they're powerful, but they're, they're more cunning. They're more intelligent. Uh They're not just about power. Whereas I think Fierce Deity has. Maybe courage. Yeah. Good, yeah. good play on uh, Triforce turn there. <laughs> you have courage, and you know, uh, whereas Ganondorf's always power, Link's power. courage, and then Zelda is usually um, wisdom. 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 Yeah, so I could see how the Fierce Duty in this case would be like the, the power of masks. Majora may have yeah. not been as evil as you think. Majora just wanted someone to play with, he just he wanted friends. Well, and. Uh, Y'all brought up an interesting point. Kind of raised a question for me: is like, did Majora give it to him because he thought it would corrupt? Like saying it's a dark or evil mask, saying he like thinking it would corrupt Link. But Link is, I guess, inherently in that like in that timeline at the very least incorruptible. Well, and so he's able to use the power but not be influenced by it. The the interaction that that goes because like it's not like which it's kind of sad because I wish the uh, them to would have had a full on conversation right. Uh, when you go inside the moon, and this is this is where, man, early Nintendo was, this was masterclass in game design, right? When you go inside the moon, I remember expecting the words. When you see his beautiful, gorgeous garden with one single tree. Yeah, peaceful looking. You see, yeah. You see all four of the bosses, right? Um, 
Adowa, Goth, Gyorg, and Twinmold, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're masked, and the kids play. They're playing. Yeah, they're just running around. And they and use. And you see Majora. I think it was like. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was like clenching his knees he's, in the tree. He's and, under the tree, like just kind of sitting there, kind of looking lonely almost. Yeah, very sad. All, and you know, it, like it's giving the vibe that nobody wants to play with him so much so that the other four uh, ma- um, kids are assholes. Because yeah. when you talk to them, they tell you, "I want you to give me mask, give me mask," and you give them mask, right? And like Doa, he only asked for one, and like you give it to him. Then when when you're done uh, playing with him, doing his little trial, he asks for another one. But as you start going over, they like you know the second boss has for two, a total of four because it's two at the front and two at the end. But the way they ask the mask, when you give them one, they's like more with exclamation marks, and he'd be like, "Okay, more," and then like very, very demanding, greedy. very very greedy. But when you talk to Majora, he goes like, "Yeah, you want to play cops? You want to play with me? You want to play cops and robbers?" And he even you know asks I mean? him like, "Oh, you don't have any more masks?" And he's like, "That's okay. Here, here's a new mask." Yeah, you can exactly. Now, if you look, this is why Majora's well, School Kids slash Majora's Mask were like my favorite Zelda villain because it's like the closest thing we had to like a Joker in the Nintendo verse. <laughs> but everything that he did was pranks. Everything that he did, he was ruining people's lives. Same, same as School Kids. School was do a School Kid was doing pranks with. Tout and I forgot what was uh, Tout's brother's name, the fairy, the one they had to save. Uh, Tail or T A E L. Teal. Teal. It was like Teal. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, like, they were doing pranks on people. That's how they ended up getting Majora's mask. Then when you see Majora's, Majora's was just pulling a bunch of pranks. He just wanted to cause chaos in a way, right? He turned Cafe into a little kid, so he couldn't go to his wedding. He broke the Fierce Diddy several times, uh, several times, not the Fierce Diddy, excuse me, the Great Fairy, you know, uh, and they kept on calling that little imp and he was just straight up just messing shit up even when you see him in the observatory and he launches the moon tier they need to collect he basically moons you and jumps away right everything he's doing is it seems very playful up until the end when you when you do the oath to calling like when he when the moon comes down he's basically like you know he, he was like way more assholish and then when he said like one of my favorite lines in any game, like if this is something meant to be stopped, then try to stop it. It wasn't more like I'm gonna destroy the world. You nothing you can do about it. It's like you can't tell me what to do. I do what I want type thing. So he decided to drop the moon. At least that's how I interpret it, right? And then when he lets go of school kid, because like oh you stupid puppet, you're useless to me now. You know what I mean? I think it was more of a oh shit, this shit just got serious. I, let me stop playing. But when he retrieves to the moon, he becomes a sad little kid. You know, so it's um. The vibes was very off. It like I mean, Majora's Mask, arguably to me, this is my opinion, of course, was sadder than Twilight Princess when it comes down to like its world, like its world building, the NPCs. Everybody was going through some type of existential crisis. Like the only the only happy people that I met there were those little bomber assholes that you had to play <laughs> hide and seek with. <laughs> I do feel like that game overall has a very dark tone, like NPCs and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, Twilight Princess is dark, but there's happiness in it. Yeah, there's hope. That's what it is. That's what we're looking yeah, for. Twilight Princess is dark in like the gritty sense. Yeah, like, but like yeah. Majuro, like it's full on. Like you have dark conversations. I mean, you go to the ranch and the two girls, their parents are dead. And if you go, <gasps> if you go there on the night the moon's falling, she gets her younger sister drunk so that she passes out so she doesn't like oh, experience. Shit. Dude, I remember seeing that shit fucked me up. Like, 
because she because Romani's so happy. She's like, I'm gonna try Chateau Milk for the first time, and then and uh, Creamio's like, Yeah, she, she's gonna be asleep. She's gonna be peaceful, and I'm like, Oh, dang, she's gonna get fucked up so she don't feel shit. I was that messed me up. Also, you know what's also messed up? If you let her get kidnapped by the aliens, you know you can find her in the third day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and then she's like. You know, like zombie-like state, mm-hmm. and she she can only say like, "Who are you?" I'm like, dude, this. I mean, this game is just like in the Butler's third day. Son's dead. The Butler son's. Oh, bro, yeah. Like, I wish that we. I wish we could have done more with that. You have to read. I thought you could. I think like you have to read the manga that actually tells the story of what happened to the son. Non-canon though. Technically, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, if the manga actually explains what you know who the fear is that he was and who Majora was. Like Majora was like this weird dragon thing. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, but um, the butler's son is dead and stuff, and that's why he tells you like you remind me of my son. I'm like, oh damn. I mean, every every mask you wear, like every interaction I mean, don't, is. Go ahead. Don't you see the butler like crying during the ending credits? Yes, you do. Because he realizes Which that's is, his son that you pass by at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. Dude, uh, kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, everyone it else is. is celebrating and having a good time because Link saved the day. And then he's like, my son actually died and I had no idea he was here the whole time in the catacombs. Yeah. Well, how about how about Darmani, bro? Like when you turn like when you when you see him as a ghost, like, oh shit, you can see me. And then when you when you are playing the song of um the song of healing and he's just like reminiscing all the time he was a hero and the Goron cheer him on, and then like he cries and sees Link and then his tears falls on Link, and that's when the mask falls. I'm like what the fuck? The, like, mind you, I was ten when I played this game, right? A lot to take. And I'm in. like, <laughs> I was so so sad. <laughs> what happened, bro? What about you? What about you, Sean? I don't know. We, we're talking about Majora a lot now. Yeah, we got we, we got a little sidetracked. <laughs> it's okay. I'm thinking. So, short answer. Going back to Breath of the Wild. Um, short answer. I kind of feel like it's in the, what would it be? I guess the adult Link era, like post Wind Waker. I mean, you know, post Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, all that. Um, I mean, aren't there mentions of like the, what is it, the Great Sea and stuff like that? I think there is I a mention know. of that. To, to me, that's, that's, that's my most straightforward approach. My more uh, and there in, in Breath of the Wild uh, takes place at like New Hyrule. Yeah, I was gonna say I that, I could see that makes sense because Hyrule is like now this elevated platform, like plateau with a canyon surrounding it, and Spirit Tracks is the first one where they've left like medieval age almost, you know, because they have trains or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's the only one where they really have any tech, so. That would make sense to me. And uh, what to go back to what you were saying there, there in um in one of the memories, like you know the memory side quest with the pictures, um, Zola's giving a speech. She does mention the Great Sea. She also mentions uh, the skies, the Skyward Sky, something like that, and and something Twilight. She she basically mentions like a, a buzzword for every timeline. Like I'm I'm trying to look up the like the cutscene right now. It's like when she's like uh it's like during the ceremony with the champions. Yeah, and she uh, she mentions all of it. Why the Great Sea make the Great Sea makes the most sense now that you mention it? Only because of the um, what is the bird like um, 
The bird-like race. The loft wings. The loft wings. Oh no! You, uh, the bird-like race. The Rito. The Rito, right? Yeah, the Rito were. I don't remember them outside of the Skyward Sword. Not the Skyward Sword. Excuse me. The um, Wind Waker. The Wind Waker. You know, and I remember Onuma. He made this. He, uh, he, I don't, he made this weird comment that the Loftwings, uh, not Loftwings, the Ritos are Zoras that evolved to yeah. become. But I'm like, hmm. that makes no sense because the world became an ocean, right? So you would think they would thrive. There was no yeah, they evolve. would be the <laughs> most badass civilization if the world was an ocean and you have a. Well, I mean, granted, I, I, well, I was going to say they're, they're not seafaring, there but at the same time, like. In Twilight Princess, they they're they're on the beach. I found so. I found the speech that she gives. It's when she's nominating him to royal guard. She goes, "Hero of Hyrule, chosen by the sword that seals the darkness. You have shown unflinching bravery and skill in the face of darkness and adversity. You have shown un no wait, and have proven yourself worthy of the blessings of the goddess Hylia. Whether skyward bound, adrift in time, or steeped into the glowing embers of twilight." Sacred Blade is forever bound to the soul of the hero. So she doesn't mention the ocean. Oh, she doesn't? She mentions okay, Skyward. No. She dreams a drift in time, which would be Ocarina. And then she mentions Embers of Twilight, which in my mind is Twilight Princess. So that would that would make it fall in the child timeline. Yeah, where he the mention but, of like the Great Sea, even going so far as saying like the Great Sea you know, drying up or something. I mean, it's possible. I'm just making this. I'm up, looking for it. I, I feel like that w- this great sea was mentioned at some point, but I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, I feel like it. it was too. I feel like I remember it too. You know what I'm saying? That's why I thought it was in that space because I remember it, uh, when he when she said the embers of twilight, right? So I feel I, I don't know. Like now, I'm, I'm well, and and then there's to entertain the possibility that Twilight Princess or sorry, not Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild unifies the timeline so they can get away from this whole timeline thing. Well, I think that's the more, I don't know, realistic approach is there is no answer. None of this was meant to be, you know, I think Nintendo tried to just retcon all of this to appease the fans. You know, we want to know what is this timeline, what happens when and what follows what and whatever. And they're like, uh, this is about as neat as we can get it. Uh, three timelines, whatever. It was never meant to be i do kind of like the mindset of just saying look it's 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 the legend of zelda for a reason these are just their stories they don't necessarily have to be related um it was clearly never i don't think there was ever any plan to have any semblance of a timeline now now maybe because now they've kind of established it so maybe they're at least keeping that in mind going forward but they were probably at least four, five, six games in, who knows, before they even gave any real semblance of a thought of, you know, trying to put a timeline to all of this. And you're yeah. always going to have new... I mean, I think at one point, Ocarina was kind of seen as the first one. And then they're like, eh, but here's Diminished Cap, and eh, but here's Skyward Sword. Like, they keep going back. Now, I don't know how you go further back than Skyward Sword, but... I think they said like, they're not going to go further back than Skyward yeah, Sword. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you do that, but... We have to see <laughs> the actual birth of Hylia. <laughs> right. Like, we yeah. have to be in that delivery room. <laughs> the only word before Skyward Sword on the timeline is just the word creation. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, oh, shit. And even right, then, though, yeah. before then, there was like... Granddaddy Ganondorf, because demise exists. Well, damn, that's you know what? No, that's gonna that's a whole different rabbit hole. Because I was thinking like, well, man, um, 
Where did the knife come from? Because he was the imprisoned. So who imprisoned him? <laughs> who made yeah. him? Well, and but, and the uh, was it Skyloft was originally on Earth, right? Or, and they raised or in it Hyrule, up. and they raised it up. So there is stuff before that. Yeah, I. It wouldn't surprise me if we get a game back then at some point, but I don't know. I mean, you've got Skyward Sword, as far as we know, is the clear beginning. Yeah. And in the end, you've as got Breath of the Wild. You've got, here's Hyrule, everything's in ruins, there's not much left. And then everything and else is in between. There's a couple there's pieces you can tell. stuff. Right, yeah. There's a couple pieces that you can tell go hand-in-hand, hand, like Ocarina and Majora and Phantom, Hourglass, and uh, the other one, Spirit Tracks. Like, There's a couple that kind of go together, obviously the Oracle games, but you've got a beginning and an end and a whole bunch of middle stuff that I don't think ever was meant to have a you know, very clear order. And you know, we, we were talking about Final Fantasy earlier. You could probably do the same thing with Final Fantasy if you really wanted to, or if, if Square ever really wanted to. They could say, all right, you want us to put a timeline to it? Sure. This happened here. That one happened here. Uh, this event that happened in this game split the timeline, so now you've got these games happening here and these ones happening here. I mean, you can always try to fit a timeline to it, but I don't know that it was ever really meant to be that way. Part of me wants to just say, yeah, Breath of the Wild is essentially, whether or not they ever explain how it happened, just say, look, Breath of the Wild is all three timelines. It unifies the timelines, and that's that. And, you know, now I don't know. Again, you could always go past Breath of the Wild just because it's the end right now. I mean, we're going to get some Breath of the Wild 2, whether or not it's called that, I don't know. Probably not, but there will be more games and there will probably continue to go on into the future. They're not just going to be in between so, Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. They'll be, they'll probably continue to extend the timeline further and further out, but I wouldn't be surprised if they just try to say, look, it's, it's all of the timelines. Everything came back together here. Don't worry about how it happened. Just we're back to one timeline. Now. Be. Okay. Yeah. Question for the group. Right. What do you guys prefer then? Do you guys prefer, the games to have a more linear approach you know what i mean like this is the first one the second one the third one you know what i mean the way sequels work or do you guys prefer standalone games with new stories to tell it's um, tough because when it goes back to the whole thing about just being the legend of zelda or mm -hmm. you know the legend of link really but like how are we to believe oh yeah here's this kid named link and he grows up and becomes a hero and he meets this girl named Zelda and defeats this really bad guy named Ganon. And then guess what? In the next game, there's this kid named Link and he meets this girl <laughs> named Zelda and he defeats... And like, how are we supposed to believe? And I know they're saying, yeah, none of these Links, again, for the most part, are the same Link. It's It just starts over again every single time. It's not necessarily the same Link. It's just another person named link another person named zelda you can make the i guess it's probably the same ganon or ganondorf being you know revived but i don't think link is consistently being revived i think it's just it's another story so it's tough when you have like your one good guy and your one bad guy and your one damsel in distress it's tough to just have true sequel after true sequel after true sequel when you try to end every game with hero kills 
bad guy. Like, how, how do you keep that same story going? So it's just like, well. I have a suggestion for that. Yeah, they had their opportunity to change that last game. Yeah. I feel like uh, the way you keep it going is by not giving it a conclusion at the end of the first game. Race the stakes, you know, um, I, which I feel like Breath of the Wild. Give it a cliffhanger. The, yeah, give it, a, give it a cliffhanger, you know what I mean? Because what we're used to is we know always, doesn't matter what, Link is going to prevail, right? Hell, in the Hero Has Fallen timeline, and uh, we have to make our own little headcanons on how the hell that went down because we never got to see it. You know what I mean? And when we came close to, you know, per our last episode on uh, the Age of Calamity, Age of Calamity we, a lot of us, were, was we was hoping to see Link fall. So how to make a trilogy, for example, right? To me, the way a trilogy works in Zelda, right? You grab the established formula, you know, kid wakes up, he's destined for greatness, you know what I mean? Give him a little bit deeper character development, you know, seeing some struggles, uh, some doubts, but ha- uh, ended where the stakes just got higher. You know what I mean? Like the world just and again, Gandalf like succeeded in his plan of taking over Hyrule like he did in Ocarina. Let's say Ocarina time was like his own game. Um, end the game right before Gandalf knock his ass out before he gets the Ocarina of Time. You know, get a sequel for the next game where Link turns into adult. You trying to figure out how the fuck he turns into adult. And then for the third game, you know what I mean? Ganador survived in the and what like and he turned into Ganon and did, proceeded to destroy half the world and now you have to go through the you know to another set of games get another set of you know sacred items to defeat Ganon I feel like that will be the way to do it that will be a way so you can break through the established formula but I don't know like Zola, Zola is so beloved by everybody that they can keep dropping standalone, standalone games for the rest of the time with the same unchanged formula. Hero, damsel, bad guy. Reset. Hell, Nintendo's been doing that for years. Even with Mario, they don't even give us new Mario games. They sell us Mario Maker and they'd be like, hey, make the levels yourself, asshole. You know what I mean? <laughs> give us money. <laughs> uh, so, so I have an idea about this. Go ahead. Uh, so bear with me for a second. Um, about like... This is more of like how Breath of the Wild is going to influence the future of Zelda. And so you asked, like, you know, do do I prefer standalone or like continuation? I think you could still do both. I could I think you could still do like, you know, 3D and and 2D and have continuing stories and standalone stories because the timeline seems to be so vast that you could just kind of chuck a Zelda into this timeline and it fits somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> but um, so the the reason why I say bear with me on this is uh, take what Zelda says um, at the end in the final boss fight uh, against against Calamity Ganon. And she she says he's given up on reincarnation and assumed his pure enraged form. And so he's hatred and malice incarnate at that point. So he is no longer Gan, or he's no longer Ganondorf. It is just the pow- the reincarnation, uh, or the power that's being passed around, and then you defeat it. So theoretically, the reincarnation could be over. If he's, it's because she says he's given up on reincarnation, as in he's done with this. He just wants to nuke everybody. So. Theoretically, the next game could have nothing to do with Ganon. I mean, we he you know the the you know cracky bones corpse there 
uh, in the Breath of the Wild 2 teaser trailer does have Sheik or have a uh, Garuda, you know, symbols all over him and everything. Could be somebody else, or it could be the human Ganondorf, and he removed the reincarnation of like Malice from himself or something like that, but it killed him in the process or zombified him or made him a lich or whatever. Um, so that's, that's entirely possible, but you know, put that out on with like where I can't remember who said it, but I want to say someone at Nintendo said that breath of the wild was like them going back to the original legend of Zelda for them. And like in theory, because the original legend of Zelda was just like, here's this adventure go. And that's kind of what breath of the wild is. You're not really given direction in either game. And, it's been forever since I've played the, the original Zelda, but I believe you can do a lot of those dungeons in whatever order you want. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah. It's and so kind of the same way with Breath it. of the Wild. You, you don't have to do anything in any order. So it's possible that they're just kind of resetting, so to speak, the Zelda cycle and like don't expect, you know a random story thrown randomly in the timeline. Now the reincarnation's over, so you have this Link and this Zelda that we're going to follow for a while. So that's possible. So taking what you said to kind of a another level, something I've thought about, even though I admit it's completely ridiculous, but the little we've seen of Breath of the Wild 2, whatever you want to call it, you see them raising up Hyrule Castle. Yes. What if they just say, screw it, there is no timeline. This somehow just goes right back to the beginning and that's somehow becomes Skyloft or something. And instead of just having a timeline, you know, time is a flat circle, whatever you want to call it, and just say somehow Breath of the Wild just becomes Skyward Sword somehow and the whole cycle resets. I mean, who knows? Nothing would surprise me at this point, but as soon as I saw them you know, raising Hyrule Castle up in the sky. I'm like, wait a minute. That's kind of like Skyward Sword. But Yeah, I could see that. I'm going to support and challenge that thought at the same time. Okay, cool, because I was about to do the same. I, I, <laughs> I support the thought because of Nintendo, at least with the Zelda franchise, has a reason when they remaster or HD a game, and they don't do it to celebrate an anniversary. I'm sorry, Zelda fans. They really don't care about us in that fashion. No, they didn't. No. They, they, gave, Sword they HD. gave Mario all this fucking merch and we get nothing. Well, hey, no, not we, yet. We, cool I mean, we, still, we still have time. <laughs> I'm not I'm I'm not I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope. <laughs> we still have a, quite a bit of a year left. They can they can redeem themselves. Don't burn it in the bridge yet. But Skyward Sword HD is coming out. And and my first thought watching that trailer was Hyrule Castle is going in the sky. Skyward Sword. That was immediately the two things that came to mind at the end of that teaser. And I was like, maybe this is one big, like, Breath of the Wild. I was, for a while there, with a believer that all the timelines converged. We got Age of Calamity. Calamity. We discussed whether it's canon or not in the last podcast. You know, if it is canon, time travel allows all those to converge, allows them to write it however they please. And this is just restarting the cycle. And maybe Demise shows up in the next game. You know, we defeated Ganon. Ganon gave up of trying to have what he wanted, and he was like, screw it. I'm going to wipe everybody out and just end this once and for all. And obviously it didn't work. And, and maybe we get that whole cyclical cycle. 
And then in the same breath, I challenge that thought and say, no, that wasn't Hyrule Castle being lifted. That was Ganondorf underneath as he, when he's unleashed because that hand is a seal on him. That hand is pulled away for whatever reason and grabs Link's hand. I have my own theory what kind of about that teaser and that it's not in no chronological order of events. It's just cut up to make us think a certain thing. And that rumbling is Ganon or Ganondorf, whatever, you know, whatever entity it is of him that burst from that corpse or if that corpse just suddenly animates to life. That's his castle coming from underneath, rising from the ground. Those are my two, like, challenging and supporting of that thought. Okay, so... I'm going to piggyback off of GCG here. And not because I'm trying to be uh, ne- uh, not negative or trying to contradict. Uh, who was that? Said the Adam? Wait, which, Sean. which Sean, part? The, Sean. Well, yeah, oh, Sean. Sean. So here's, here's, here's why. So let's go back to the Zola saying he gave up on reincarnation. Right? The way I took that was was um, a, literal and not literal at the same time. If that makes sense, because so in Breath of the Wild, you know that theory um, starts to hold a lot of water when it comes down to that calamity. Ganon is not Ganon; it's just all the evil, all the calamity out of Ganon that's just seeping through out of him that is taking form. Right? Uh, there's like a couple things that support that because you got the blights. You know what I mean? Especially the, they're you know. Um, the Blight Ganons, their name Blights, you know what I mean? Sickness. These guys mm. are all, they have the title of Ganon. They're a part of Ganon. And then you have Dark Beast Ganon, who is Ganon, but you can still, up until that point, you can fight Calamity Ganon with a stick. If you have a hundred of them, you can kill them with that, right? You don't need the Master Sword. I mean, you you can use the Light Arrows at the end to seal them, and then sell them, you know, seals them. But here's the thing. When she said he gave up on reincarnating, maybe because he like he's dead under Hyrule Castle or Ganon's Castle. He is just he is so fed up for the, uh, the way the Psychoff has got, uh, has gone through that he just decided like you know what screw this. I have so much hate for these two assholes that my my bad vibes are taking physical form, right? But when they went to explore, you know, what I mean, uncovering the, the truth and they find his actual corpse and for whatever reason reanimates. I think what is happening is the fact that Ganondorf is just that's the real one. Like, that's the OG, the real Twilight Princess Ganondorf. He has like, you know, you see, you mentioned like the wound that Link gave him in Twilight's uh, Princess. I mean, he has the same bling <laughs> as the, you know, he's decked out as the Twilight Princess yeah. Ganondorf. I feel that man loves gold. Hey man, sometimes you just gotta you gotta flex on the homies. I don't know what to tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So, I feel that they're like uh, like GC just said, him coming up the like Hyrule Castle raisin. It's not so much like you know Skyloft. I didn't even think about it until you guys mentioned it. I think it was more of a a Karina of time because if you remember, Ganon's castle was basically Hyrule Castle, but it was just floating in lava. So I, I think it's just him, you know, creating that little floaty castle thing with a ring of lava around it that once you collect whatever you need to collect you can access it at least that's what i think i don't know i don't feel that this is gonna reset the timeline per se i feel like if anything because of that comment of he giving up a reincarnation that this is gonna be the one and only ganondorf we're gonna get 
for a while. And after we kill this Ganondorf, I think this is Nintendo's way of putting him on ice until further notice. I kind of think so, too. With with the whole giving up on reincarnation line, I think that was a big hint of, like, Ganon, like the, the pig demon Ganon is gone now. And next, you'll deal with Ganondorf, and once you off him, we're going to new villains. We might bring back Vati for all the fuck we know. And, or somebody completely different. And to build on it, like, when we get the pig version of Ganon in Breath of the Wild... It's it's not necessarily his pure evil. It's the malice that leaks out of his body. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't really I was for. think about this until the other day, um, kind of like pre-reading for this. Um, if you look at a lot of enemies in the Zelda games and you kill them, at least the 3D ones for sure, and the newer ones, when you kill an enemy, you see a, like a, a purple or a red puff of smoke. Malice is that yeah. kind of color. So Malice has always existed in the tale of Zelda. This is like a culmination of all that Malice build up and it kind of culminates with him like, I'm tired of reincarnating. I'm tired of getting my butt kicked every time I try to take over Hyrule and run it my way or do it my way. And I think that was like a lot of his Malice just like leaking out and forming this this pig version, you know, of Ganon that we know. And, and I do agree that... Breath of the Wild sequel when we get Ganondorf that's this is going to be like his last stand it's, it's whatever power that's been unleashed with that hand that was holding him down and sealing him you know there's malice just steadily leaking out of him that's probably why we get the red moon where those enemies revive I mean I get why it's in the game for a game mechanic reason but also kind of fits into this that he's just leaking this malice across the whole land of Hyrule and that's probably what causes Zelda and Link to go down there like, you know, what's the source of all this malice? We've killed Ganon as far as they know. And to their surprise, there's Ganondorf just hanging out underneath Hyrule. Because it's the safest yeah. place. Also, you just you just get dude, you just made me think of something, right? The game was preparing like uh King Ra's uh, King Rome. Everybody was preparing for the rise of Calamity Ganon. It was always Calamity Ganon, not Ganondorf, right? So they say, well, it was a hundred years or a thousand years since he has been defeated. So you might be right. The calamity or the malice kept on seeping out, and it just basically, like, by the time it, you know, it becomes a, for lack of a better term, a big enough puddle, so it could take form into a, um, you know, into the dark beast. And they're like, oh, I guess we gotta defeat that again. I feel like Zelda and Link are like, yo, I'm tired of doing this shit every hundred years. You just want to go down there and figure out what the hell is leaking. So basically, we're playing as two plumbers that's trying to plug up the malice. <laughs> Mario's gonna come help us, dude. That would be so well, awesome. But y'all know, but did ask think about it? Cause like they were always referred to him as Calamity Ganon. Nobody has ever said in this game Ganondorf. You're correct. They always refer to him, and and whenever he's in like the pig beast form, they always refer to him as Ganon. Ganon. So Ganondorf is probably still out there, and could be Mister Crickety like Crackety Corpse. That Calamity Ganon, so. if. When you think about his body, it looks like a bunch of random Sheikah tech. The malice just grabbed Slapped whatever together. Good, left mm-hmm. from the Guardians and just made this ugly beast. Or, or, Ganon and Ganondorf are two separate entities. And Ganon wanted to separate himself from Ganondorf and create his own body of the, you know, Sheikah Slate. So he was basically, because remember, when you fight him, he's in this weird cocoon thing. I can see that. He, could, he determined Ganondorf's shell was, couldn't contain him and no longer useful to him. Ganon's, oh, you know, if we want to roll it back all the way skyward, Demise's ultimate plan. 
That, that, well, Demise that slash Ganon is just sick of this whole reincarnation thing. It was like, peace, co- peace, body. Yeah, it keeps using the, you know, the Greedo tale of that there's a male ever so many years, and it got tired of Ganondorf using the shell and just left him down there, seeped out, you know, built this puddle up, and you fight the true form of Ganon. And we've, you know, kicked his ass all, you know, lack of a better way to describe it. No, that fight's easy. It's yeah we, yeah, we just literally just ride around on a horse. My four-year-old like, son, who or now five, but like when he was four, just kept fighting Ganon over and over and over, and he had zero problem beating him. That's yeah, an easy fight. You've pretty much are like you've got the two toughest people in Legend. But his the- his most difficult part of the like two boss battles back to back was controlling the horse in the second part. I can see that. Especially yeah. being he was like, I, this is work like sharp. the horse. Yeah, exactly. So he that's that's the part he had the most trouble with. He's like, Ganon's easy. And I was like, yep, Ganon is easy. And he's called Dark Beast Ganon, which Ganon is a beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so hear me out here, right? I could see them being two entities. So this might be a lot of headcanon, maybe a little bit of uh, wishful thinking. So what if this is also Nintendo's way of branching off and give us uh, Ganondorf as a playable character or maybe even give him a spinoff because if Ganon is let's let's say Ganon and Ganondorf are two separate entities like Ganon is demise right that takes over the the one male Jeru that you know happens every so happen you know you guys know the story right mm-hmm. and for like Calamity Ganon like the description for him is hatred and malice incarnate right and he is using all the Shika technology so he can build himself a new, better body. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like Ultron when he was trying to create Vision in the in the MCU, right? <laughs> That's a weird analogy with the Zelda. But anyways, it works. What? But what? Like, what if that was like fucking Calamity's entire um, uh, Ganon, the Beast form Ganon was that was like his entire goal in the first game, right? And Ganondorf was like, yo, maybe, may, I mean, I'm tired of you too. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can get the fuck out of here too. You know what I mean? And that's why his body, he, let's say he's not, he wasn't really dead. He was just sealed, you know? And since all the malice left his body, that's why he was able to awaken in, in the trailer for Breath of the Wild too. Yo, do you think he's going to get the mummy glow up? He, Yo, remember he, Brendan Fraser in the mummy? Like, dude yep. goes from a fucking corpse to like handsome man. I think I, he will. He yes. better be, man. I, I, I'm like... I see two what? things happening. Either it's he has the mummy style where he's like, you know, ugly as can be and he's having trouble walking around. He's got his minions helping him. Who's to say Vadi doesn't show up or someone like Xant or someone's helping him. And as he kills or does whatever, maybe he starts attacking the sages for all we know or the guardians or what have you. And then eventually, you know, culminates to him being this young, youthful Ganondorf from Ocarina or Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see could that be. where he's like, you know, angry and he's whatever allows him to consume. Uh, so I put a I put a picture of uh, Ganondorf in the group chat. This is this is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on board for that. <laughs> I'm OK it's with like that. Hercules or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is the spirit. zaddy glow up. <laughs> like, <come> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, his, pro- his proportions would would look right with the current like Garuda style. It really would. Uh, I don't know who the like I don't know who the artist artist is and man I, I feel bad for the people who are you know uh, audio you know audio only that because we can't show this uh, this very handsome it. Ganon. But I don't know, man. Like it's actually a possibility because at the end of the day, like 
Nintendo Nintendo's also not not foreign to the idea of making foes into friends. You know, I mean, Bowser kidding as Peach every other weekend, but they still go go kart and play golf together. You know, <laughs> it's. Not, I think this this won't happen, but it's. In, it's entirely possible that Ganondorf was trying to exercise Ganon from himself. Ooh, and maybe like Ganondorf's it. been misunderstood this whole time and he was reaching out for help and we just didn't like, know it. Or, know. yeah, or one of them so- finally decided, like, no, fuck this. I don't want to be this evil thing and tries to exercise. Now, granted, just, just from that trailer, that that's not going to be the case. Well, who's, uh, who's to say... So go-, go ahead, sorry. <clears throat> who's to say that Ganondorf, like, let's build on what you said there. Let's say Ganondorf at one time wasn't like, you know, reaching out for some form of help and trying to expel Ganon and Demise's malice from him. And and finally, it is expelled from him. We've conquered it. But Ganondorf's so pissed off at our, you know, hero's ancestors that he's like, you know what? I tried and I tried and I tried. And these two people come down here and they're just (laughs) staring at me and looking at me and not even helping me. And he's like, you know what? I've had it. I'm trying. I'm going to try it a different way. Who's to say well, he hasn't just like finally had enough? So and guys, I, it looks pretty uh, clear that Link's gonna get that like glowy hand as a mechanic for the game too. I feel it like it's like a hook yeah. shot. Oh yeah, better, that's gonna be a hook shot. It better be like hook shot or like you know uh, Nero uh, Nero's devil arm from. Uh, I was Crime. thinking the same <laughs> thing uh, yep. that he's yep. gonna be Nero's devil arm. Who's to say he doesn't lose his arm completely and that replaces it? Like Nero, oh, I could see that yeah. happen. I know, yeah. right? Like that master sword is gonna literally come off his hands. I'm like, word. Gan's gonna take the master sword from him, and you have to get it back at the end of the game. He could he even touch it. The master sword. If he had Link's arm, weapon? maybe he could. I mean, oh, he yeah, doesn't have true. the malice in him anymore. Who's to say he can't touch it? That's true. You know, it's crazy because I forgot where I read this, and I'm, I'm, I, was, I was trying to look it up right now. But according to um, no, no, I didn't even say according to to my memory. I remember reading that Ganondorf want a revenge on Hyrule because Hyrule basically put the Gerudo in a very uh, like they put the Gerudo in the Gerudo desert and they were living very harsh life you know like it was a desert obviously you know life was trash plus the desert was also kind of haunted that's why Link has the little trials that he has you know just to get to the spirit temple and mm-hmm. he that's why he wanted revenge on Hyrule because like yo these guys got green, gra- green grass and I'm over here just you know eating sand for breakfast that's kind of bullshit right so that's what that was that was just an end goal and they, like and when he met with the king of five rule in the grand time was supposed to be for diplomatic reasons but then he betrayed him and then uh he didn't obtain the triforce of power till he entered the sacred realm correct and they said like that's what, what corrupted him which is also weird because the triforce of power to come from din and din is supposed to be a good god but no uh, i don't understand that either so like well let's say Ganondorf was just like like what gcg said he was fed up you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, Hyrulians are living the they're living their best life. You know, the market always lit. Those guys were always dancing. Doesn't matter what time you go to the market. You know, everybody's True. playing. Ju- you know, there's people juggling. Life is good. And then you got the Gerudo. All it has is a big ass prison and a half-ass built bridge by some drunk dudes that get captured later. So what if Ganondorf is takes the role of an anti-hero instead of the mainstay villain of the Zelda universe? Gonna be kind of like a killmonger. And I'm with it too. You know what I mean? If, I they, like, if he explains to me, like, look, I rule the races as hell. I'm like, you know what, bro? I can see it. Let's do it. Yeah, he's had yeah. enough. Yeah. I'd be down for that. 
it'll be a nice little mix-up to the established story. And then we're looking at a link. Zelda like, could stand bro, to mix I up. It was cool. As just, much as I love Zelda, we... Zelda could stand to mix up. Like you know, play as Zelda. I mean, <laughs> Breath of the Wild was our first step into changing the formula. Yeah, for sure. So they, you know, if you tackle too much at once and you change a, a series that's known for certain staples, you have to play it safe to a degree. Ease hey, people in. Give, give them a choice. Play as both. Well, no, where I'm going with this. Hang on. I'm, 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 I'm all for playing a Zelda and all these characters, but you can't introduce too many mechanics in a game that breaks what we know as the oh, Legend of Zelda. So Breath yeah. of the Wild's part one. Okay, they've broken what we know as Zelda now. It's no longer your typical one through so many dungeons and then final boss. It's like, you know, here's the world, go to it. You know, and, and mechanics have changed. <laughs> what we know is the world of Zelda has changed. Now we have the sequel. Now that's when they're like, okay, we've gotten everyone comfortable. They love the game. Best-selling Zelda game, I think, the entire franchise. Um, now you can introduce, like, oh, you can play Zelda. I mean, that shouldn't have to be needed to introduce that way, but you can. And who's to say they don't introduce, you know, Ganondorf's not our main enemy anymore. They start changing more yep. and more on us. So, I, I feel like this... Honestly, I'll be okay with that if it's done gradually. Yeah, they have you know to gradually I mean? do it. Otherwise, people are going to backlash. If if you do it like, oh, like, um, well, like the the latest Star Wars trilogy, like, hey, it was Palpatine the entire time. We were sitting up from the beginning. Like, no, you weren't. And I was saying, this was a Hail Mary and it failed. Same thing with, uh, oh, spoiler warning. Anyway, same thing with. Uh, <laughs> I think, I don't think <laughs> Surprise spoilers, spoilers for Star Wars, people. <laughs> I mean. Look, I have no sympathy. The movie's been out for what two years now? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. See, that's. I think. I think that's way past the statute of limitation of spoilers, right? Yeah, it's, I think that's fair game at this point. It's. Uh, with within my Discord server, one year is as long as you get. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that Sorry. movie's been out for a hot minute. So. Yep. That is, All right. Cool. Well. <laughs> so we're good. So fuck Palpatine. That's my point. The, what I'm trying to. Yeah, say, that was dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. What I'm trying to say is, is that. I feel that the Zelda, I mean, yeah, Breath of the Wild was a healthy mix-up, you know. I feel like any franchise, if it's known for doing something over and over and over and over again, eventually it's going to get stale, you know what I mean? I feel like people didn't care for Skyward Sword for the same reason, you know I mean? It got stale. I mean, people hated the beginning of Twilight Princess because, people, like, the Zelda fans were like, yo, you know we played video games before, right? Like, I know how to press A. So... I feel that this series, if it doesn't do several changes in the in the next couple of entries, is gonna fall into the category of being played out. You know, kind of where Pokemon is falling. Oh God, yeah. In my in, in my in my opinion, I know GCG is a huge fan. Oh, Sword and Shield are garbage. Okay, see, agreed. That's why I love you, man. Anyway, because <laughs> I'm bitten. like honest, but I can still love something. <laughs> Look, Pokemon is baby's first RPG, and uh, Sword and Shield was like, this is too easy for baby's first RPG. Sword and Shield felt like the very it, it was easier than any Pokemon game I've ever played. Yep. Sword and Shield pissed me off because Game Freak straight up lied to me. Uh, Don't get me started Poke on that. Uh, before let's go uh, Eevee and Pikachu. They were talking about the next main entry is gonna is gonna be revolutionary and it's gonna bring several um, big game change mechanics. None of those things were true. <laughs> yeah. So, so 
but I feel I feel like that's a whole separate rabbit hole. And honestly, Game Freak has been the best Zelda uh, not Zelda games. Pokemon games that have come out were done by other developers. You know, Bandai was it Bandai that did um, Pokemon? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, but anyways, that could, I can talk about that shit for for hours. Back to the main plot, the main um, topic. So where do we where do we stand? Do we want this one to be at the tail end of the timeline or at the very beginning? Or like my boy Adam said, like uh, does it does it loop around? I think Sean said that. Oh, say Sean. Sorry. I think we both kind of touched on it. Okay. I think it's got. I mean. As of right now, I think it's the end of the timeline, or at least the end as we know it. I don't think they'll do something radical like, you know, bring it all back to the beginning. I think it's it's the end as we know it, but it will not, yeah, it will not continue to be the end. Just to say it doesn't wrap around in the sense like it's not like self-repeating, but like we do fight Demise again. I will be okay with that. Just to say Demise yeah. doesn't come back, like, you know... We had Ganon, we fought the Malice. If Ganondorf left, you know, Demise is probably just as sick of this curse of not working to say he's not fed up. And he expelled whatever he thought was holding him back in the Malice. Maybe it wasn't Demise leaving Ganondorf's shell. Maybe it was Demise expelling whatever energy he had and that didn't work and the seal releases and Demise is just literally taking over Ganondorf's body once again. And this is, you know, this is the last stand I could see that. Actually, I would rather prefer that. And then I was watching the the ending ending of Breath of the Wild, and there's Skyward Sword references. You know, I can no longer hear the voice inside the sword. That would be uh, E or B. Phi, however you want to pronounce oh, her name. Yeah. Um, there's 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 a lot of Skyward Sword Zelda references. I'm sorry. No, no, I was saying, isn't it weird that only Zelda can hear the Master Sword? Yeah. Yeah, I, and, I found that weird because you know. He was annoying as fucking Skyward Sword. I'm like, word. Now, oh, oh now you only want to speak to one person before them mash that. Like, oh, man, I hate this. Love. But go ahead. I was, just, I just wanted an excuse to bitch about that game. But go ahead. I just, I feel like there's a lot of Skyward Sword references and Twilight Princess references in, in Breath of the Wild. That's why, I've, like, I believe it's in Twilight Princess uh, timeline, but I can believe that it's a convergence of them because of time travel possibly being canon and other factors and things that are in this that wouldn't exist in that world. But then I feel like there's a lot of Skyward Sword themes. We're getting Skyward Sword HD this year. I feel like there's a reason for that other than it's been 10 years. I feel like there's other reasons. I mean, we know Nintendo when they do ports, they want the laziest, easiest cash in port. And what they all, all they would have had to do is just take the Wii U's and port them and be like, Oh, that's coming out July 16th. But they didn't. They're giving us Skyward Sword. 3DS games. Yeah, they, there's there's all kinds of yeah. things they could have done that were lazier and easier and quick cash grab. So what you're saying is that you think Nintendo actually has a plan? I think there's a underlying plan at the end of the day. Maybe it's not this, you know, boom, 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 boom. But maybe there's an underlying reason for their actions. I feel like as we get close, I feel like once we get more information on Breath of the Wild sequel, if we get that stuff this year, like they're claiming, there'll be interviews with all of the developers and, and Nintendo reps. And usually that's when we really get some inklings of, okay, this is what's really good impacting or this is what's really influenced the game. And maybe I mean, at this, at this point, the, 
I feel like we can have this conversation today, and then let's say we have the same topic next week, and we would completely change our answers because like at the the more we go with with no information, the more head cannony this thing becomes. You know. Sure. That's the whole point you know, of this is just kind of like talking it out. Because, uh, like, imagine all like all these we have all these elaborate, beautiful, great theories, and then at the end, and then you know when Breath of the Wild two comes out, I was like, no, it's just Ganondorf being a dick again. So just go stab him a couple times. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like I don't know. I feel I really want. I, I mean, this might be the inner hope in me that hasn't died out yet but i really want a more complex story in my zelda titles what do you mean that that's what, what was that what do you lightly touch on what you mean by that what uh what i when i say complex i mean with more nuances you know what i mean i don't want to just fight ganador because he's evil as i ain't give give him a give him a plot where you can kind of sympathize with his motives you know, I want I want Zelda to be more than just a damsel in distress. You know what I mean? I want her to be more have a more active role in the war. You know what I'm saying? Like so, the the title can make sense. The Legend of Zelda. I mean, I don't want like Link. Link is better off as silent protagonist. I can't ima- imagine him with a voice, but I want to see Link with real struggles. You know what I mean? Not outside of uh, yeah. Once upon a time, a hundred years ago, he got clapped. You know what I mean? So we had to put him in a coma. Like, I want you know, I want more emotion, more, you know. More things to think about, you know, like, are we really the hero of the story? Of this story? Is this really the best of Hyrule? Give me something more, I don't know, like I said, more nuances when it comes down to these characters, you know? Like, have the supporting characters be more active. Like, we know who Impa is, but we never seen or, or Impa do anything. We just heard that. Like, yeah, back once, once upon a time, she was a badass, bro. That's all we got. You know, I feel like we there's so much that you can build upon with all these established characters and since the fan base I mean all of us we're well over 25 you know what I mean because I don't, I don't want to disclose nobody's real age out here I feel like we you know we grew up with this franchise we can accept something more adult oriented you know when I say adult oriented obviously I mean things that you don't have to put safe search to find on the internet so that's my opinion I don't know. We might get that with this new game. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of hints that they're going to try some more new stuff. Yay. Yeah. I feel like that's that's what they're showing us. I mean, maybe I'm misinterpreting all of it and they're like, oh, it's just Breath Wild 2. Same shit. Same shit. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> they, they're the well, And Nintendo often uses like, you know, test mechanics out for one game in a different series entirely. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we don't find out about it till years later, but we were like, oh, yeah, we were testing that, see how people liked it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, I think they're going to throw more mechanics at us and can and see what they can do with this physics engine. <laughs> oh, God, that's actually pretty funny. As long as, the, as long as the weapons don't degrade as... Actually, I don't like weapon degradation at all. I hated that in that game. I don't care what nobody says. And yeah, this one... <laughs> this I, shit was hilarious. I'm I, sorry. I like weapon degradation, but I don't like the speed of it in Breath of the Wild. I'm fine with a weapon getting broken or, or weakened. But give us the ability to either fix it, repair it, or don't make it... Don't make it happen so fast that weapons just become very disposable to the, fa- to the point that I feel like I can just throw the weapon at you and pick up another one. Well, yeah, like because even the champion's weapons, 
they break super fast. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like those and the master sword should should not break. Also, I never use the champions' weapons. I put them on plaques in my house oh, because yeah, I no. found out that if they break th- and you fix them, it calls it a replica in the description. I was like, I can't have that. And I just put it, I just <laughs> hung them up and never used them. <laughs> Your OCD about yeah, Zelda. Like, like the, no, the degradation. Yep. The degradation in like some of the Soulsborne games. To me, that's fine. Like, yeah, it, it goes down slowly. Maybe your weapons do less damage as it goes down, but like, you just pop in, pay somebody to fix it every so often, and that's that. That's good. Actually, to me, I would be fine with that. I'll be great with that. Oh, fun fact. You know, in you know, if you when I, when I got Mifa's little trident thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw it by accident and and I lost an overworld, right? So I find out that you can get it, you know, that you can get somebody, somebody can make you another set, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, this is going to be the only one that says replica. Well, it turns out that if it still exists in the overworld, they'd be, they'll be like, nah, I can't make it. So I had, like, I had, I scoured the entirety of that map <laughs> looking for the damn trident. Alisafo <laughs> had it, right? But I was so pissed because, like, dude, I'm over here, like, looking every corner, <laughs> killing everything I see just to get this punk-ass trident back. Or you find it with Alisafo who just picks up this, like, important relic from the Zora people and is just like, oh, cool, a new weapon. Yeah, I know, right? Unsuspecting, like, oh, look, shiny. Oh. Piece of, ooh, piece of candy. Mm-hmm. I was so mad. I scoured every little corner. Like, I would love to tell you how long it took me, but I, I lost count. And my OCD, I was like, I gotta find it. And then, that, and I felt bad for me, because, you know, she was crushing, but now she's dead. And I'm like, damn. And I just threw her weapon away. <laughs> but all right. Damn. Look at that. Now, I'm not going to sleep anymore thinking about this game. Thanks, guys. <laughs> That's what we're here for. No now way. we're all gonna go down Zelda rabbit hole theories on <laughs> YouTube and whatnot. I'm already I got there. A couple tabs already. Yeah, I got a couple tabs open right now, just waiting to hit play. I'm already. Go- I've already started my rabbit hole at the anniversary and starting to replay the games. And yeah. I already. I played through Zelda one, but that's it so far. I started with Ocarina. I, I don't know if I can replay Zelda one and two. I, I don't know if I can. I'm not playing two. I don't like Adventure of Link. That game's rough. It's hard. It's very ragey. Is that the one? With it's the side scroller slash yeah, over. Okay. It's, it. it's where it's impossibly. Well, it's not impossible, but it's really hard. Really tough game, and just yeah. I can look up online the story if I want to know the story, but eh. I remember I raised quit when I finally made it to the end. Cause I, I got it back when the GameCube when you buy like um, Wind Waker you get like the the collector's the edition disc yeah and I finally made it to the end and Shadow Link whooped the living shit out of me I'm like mm-hmm. no Shadow the? Link's like near impossible because he literally mimics you I was like this is dude I, I almost cried bro I was like and then he's the final boss and I'm like oh, alright cool I'm pretty sure there's some lore I missed somewhere down the line but <laughs> I hate. I hated. It. Oh my god! I was so heartbroken, man. But you know what? Though you inspired me. I think I got Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask 3D. I'm in my DS. I gotta charge my DS so I can play it. I think I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little binge session on um on these Zelda games. I still say I need to get it, unless they release 
Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. I need to get a 3DS. It would be nice if they would do that. Just make the switch to the new Zelda handheld. Because I have mm-hmm. I have both of those games on my Wii, but God, I hate playing them on the Wii. They're, that's rough. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, but you know what though, um, Dwight, when are you planning on getting your uh, your 3DS? When I have money. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was gonna tell you, like, uh, GCG just gave me hope because I was like, just just wait at least till till the beginning of April, because they might there might be some more Zelda announcement take, coming down the pipeline. I would say take it a step further. Don't wait till April. Like, wait till the summer when E three time would be. Because the thing. last time they did Zelda celebration, they waited till E three. That's true. Because, te- like we said, technically they're still within the 365 days of the Mario anniversary still. Yeah, they're still in their fiscal year, which ends in March. I mean, technically April could be the earliest, but I don't see them doing that the first month of the new fiscal. Yeah. Not not I as mean, a wh- business. I mean, why not, bro? Like, that's that's a great way to let the investors know, like, hey, yo, we still got it. And, you know, you know my man Bowser up there at the head, he's waited to uh, to make his mark. You know what I mean? To basically uh, outshine Reggie. I mean, as as fans, I mean, yeah, we want it. But as a business, you're expecting someone to close out your fiscal, start the new fiscal, and come out the first month going, all right, here's our whole plan for the next year. Like, as a business, that's just not not productive. Well, not 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 the whole business, just the one title, the Zelda. I mean, granted, yeah. this might be a lot of hope, too. But, you know, the Zelda also has a bunch of titles that, they have said nothing about. You got Bayonetta three, Metroid Prime four. Um, they they were possibly. clear about Bayonetta three. Don't the, the, earlier this month when he was like, "Don't ask about it again. Don't even think about it." <laughs> AKA like, hey, that have... game's a ways off. You'll hear about it when you hear about it. Which is a shame because Bayonetta is actually one of my favorite um, hack and slash. It's it's one of the best games out there for that fighting game style. I still need to play them. And then. I, I think we would have Metroid Prime by now if they wouldn't have been like, yeah, we we had we didn't like, so we fired the dev team externally and went back to Retro and asked them to do it. I mean, that takes a couple of years to start from scratch. True, but I don't know, man. Uh, I, I guess at this point, and if then, I'm being completely honest, before we close, I think I'm just a little disappointed with Nintendo because fair Nintendo enough. has. Nintendo has arguably the best lineup of first-party titles, characters, and whatnot. I think they have the best IPs out there as far as what's exclusive to them. Exactly. And, dude, this... Well, we've gotten 20 Fire Emblem, cool, but we haven't gotten a new F-Zero. We haven't gotten a new Metroid. We haven't gotten any new Earthbound. Come, Like, bro, Earthbound was, like, revolutionary when it came out for the SNES, at least in Japan, you know, because I played it in the tail end, but... Of course, my Golden Sun sequels or remasters. Your Kid Icarus. We're talking about Star Fox, you know, and especially games that came out for the Wii U. I'm like, dude, you guys are just, just you guys just hate money. Just port the bitches. Y'all, y'all ported so many other games before. Why not these? You know, I don't know. That's why I'm a little disappointed with Nintendo, and I can go in a in a, in a whole bitch session. I'm disappointed with them, but I still give them too many breaks. Oh, dude, I still buy their system every time they come out. Mm-hmm. I bought the Wii U, so, you know, who am I to, who am I to criticize? That is the only <laughs> console I skipped. You know what? I'm not, I'm not even mad at you. I just, they, 
it never got proved to me how it was a good purchase. And my fear always was, what happens when that screen goes out on that that pad? That's it. The whole system goes to shit. Yeah, you, you literally can't use it. At least with the Switch, if my screen goes out, I can still plug it in. You can still dock it, yeah. It still is playable. I can't handheld it, but I don't. I rarely play it handheld. I mean, it's Nintendo. Like Nintendo has the Force One gimmick down your throat. That's fine, but don't make it so that mm-hmm. the the weakest point, in my opinion, of the system is what allows it to even be played. And the distance of that system was atrocious. You, you had to be like, you couldn't be like a couple of feet away from the actual. Yeah, and it was terrible uh, with interference terrible. and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, but that's my little bitch moment. Uh, bitch <laughs> when it comes down to uh, N- Nintendo and what they've been producing. I still love you, Nintendo, and I'll still give you. You know, I'll still look the other way for some reason. Oh yeah, the love hate. It's a, it's like an abusive relationship slightly. I still I still come back. Oh, yeah, because you, nostalgia you is don't, powerful. You he said what? He's good to me when you guys are not around. <laughs> what did you say, Adam? <laughs> I said nostalgia is powerful. Yeah, I mean, as a child, Nintendo was what I mostly played. I mean, I played some Sega, but Nintendo is what I really played. Oh yeah. They really have to screw up every franchise like really badly for me to be like, hmm. But again, don't want to be this guy, but they're not that they're not that far off though. I mean, right now Zelda and Mario are the only one that's chugging strong. I mean, Pokemon took a huge hit with Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Um Fo- uh, Star Fox same, Donkey Kong, you know, uh, not Tropical bad. Freeze. It was good, but it, it it didn't captivate the world the way sure. the way uh, the OG country did, or even Donkey Kong sixty four. Oh yeah, Donkey Kong sixty four was fucking amazing. I loved it. <laughs> and you know, um, what I'm saying is that when you say they have to fuck up royally every franchise, they're kind of dwindling down the numbers of franchises they have. You know what I mean? And and you guys you guys brought up a good point about nostalgia. What happens when nostalgia? Like when our generation is gone, yeah. You know I mean, they can't keep banking on nostalgia because the kids now that grew up playing Fortnite and whatever other shit is popular, Nintendo can't bank on. You know, they can't pull on their their heartstrings in order to make sales. So they're, they're gonna have to innovate. Granted, they got like a good couple of years for that. But they're still. banking our generation who be like, oh, Nintendo's kids safe, and us like, like you know, like oh, this is the only thing you can play, and you play that, and then you're like, oh, that's my nostalgia. Or you're like, oh, I'm playing Ocarina because it's my nostalgia. Now it's my, you know, son or daughter's nostalgia. They're banking on that. I th- personally, that's what I think. Okay. Yeah. It's worked so Either far, way, but I don't think it'll work long term. Sorry, my bad. You're good. No, no. I, I get what you're saying. I don't think it'll work long term. Something has to give. <laughs> God damn, this shit is ending in a very ominous tone. Like we're like, we love you, Nintendo, but get your shit together. <laughs> that kind of leads into my idea for next week's topic of we've kind of briefly touched on it, and um, and that's kind of like talking about Breath of the Wild's playstyle and maybe different playstyles for Legend of Zelda in the future. Oh, I would love that different playstyles. That's that's kind of my idea for next week's uh, discussion. I'm with it. Yeah, sounds good like it any uh closing words on the timeline and the uh the craziness of it or here or there i want to i want a zelda 2 trailer or breath of the wild 2 trailer that's that's my closing <laughs> <laughs> yep give last, me more last theory 
Everybody, like, subscribe, and follow. That way, the timeline stays connected. There you wink, go. Wink. Hey, I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, it can't hurt. No. If you love, if you love the timeline, you know, you just gotta hit that like button. Hit subscribe, comment, send in any suggestions or ideas you have. Happy to discuss it amongst ourselves or against ourselves, whichever. <laughs> Simple as that. Oh. Hope everybody has a wonderful night. Um, you guys want to shout out your socials once again? Yeah, sure. Who wants to start? We can go down. You spoke. Go have it. Wow. All right, cool. Well, guys, it's your boy Cypher. You guys can catch me on Cypher World, both on YouTube and Twitch. Talk anime, gaming, all that good stuff. So hit me, uh, hit me up, and um, all the links should be in the description below. Word. Uh, I am uh, Adam from uh, Nerd901, so you can find me at Nerd901Adam on Twitter, and you can find me streaming multiple things along with several other people, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Nerd901. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, I'm at RealSeanWhite, that is Sean, S-E-A-N, and find us on YouTube, uh, my brother and... Mine, uh, my brother and eyes podcast. I guess that's correct. Yeah, my brother and eyes podcast on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash two player co op. Awesome, and of course, the one and the only GCG. No introduction needed, of course. I appreciate you guys. Awesome. I appreciate you, you guys coming on again. Look forward to again next week. Hope everybody takes care, has a great night. And wash your hands. You're all through. Later. Later.